Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hey everybody, welcome to Forever 35. This Woo-hoo! is a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. And I am Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And no, we're not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Serums, those things we put on our face. Dory, hi. Kate, you are... Why am I fired up? So fired up. I don't know what's gotten into me. I... I'm into it. You know what it is? It's because I don't have a contagious skin rash on my face anymore. Oh my gosh! I've, I, I like I should have congratulated you on that. <laughs> I'm you. so sorry. No, it was great. It was great. I had a crusty yellow skin rash that my children were scared of. Do you feel like it made you a better person in the end? Uh, I was like a good person for a day, and then I returned to being a monster. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, it was not comfortable, and I was very self-conscious about it. And it was one of those things that's not a big deal, so then you feel yeah. stupid for caring. But it was it was very uncomfortable. You looked uncomfortable. I was. But I, like, I wouldn't have been like, ooh, that woman has something gross on her face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank you. Um, it was, was impetigo is what it was. Um, 
and curable by antibiotics, right? Yep. I'm so grateful for modern medicine because I kept slathering like neosporin. Oh. I thought it was an allergic reaction to something. Well, I remember on an episode you said you <laughs> yeah. thought it was from a, a scrub. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. No, it turns out. So we maligned you... the scrub. I felt guilty, actually, although I don't know. I don't know for sure, because I used the scrub, and then immediately the bumps appeared. Mm. But uh, when I spoke with the doctor, the, the doctor was like, Ugh. I was like, can I have a topical cream? And she's like, no, this needs antibiotics. <laughs> we got to bring out the big guns. She's like, only I only ever see this in children. Oh, dear. And my kids didn't have it or get it. But it's like if you have a small cut, and then I had a cold, and some of that mucus got in there. You know what? Detective, skincare detective Dory on the case here. What? Here's what I think happened. I think when you were scrubbing away, <laughs> you you opened something up. I created a wound. Yes, you created a wound because your skin was already kind of raw from having a cold. And then that bacteria was like, yes, we have an opening. Dug on in. And they just went in. And that was, and that was why it seemed immediate. Because that bacteria is fast acting. I was, I tell you what, I, I would have snorted the antibiotics if it had made it work faster. Because the if, TMI, sorry, every listener, the infection went into my nostrils. Oh. So it was like a crusty, burny, itchy sensation oh, all spreading. Means, uh, and every morning I'd wake up and it was just spreading across oh my cheeks further and further. Oh, no. So um, I'm very grateful for... Whatever it was that I took in pill form. I'm happy for you, too. Uh, I'm also excited because we have a voicemail number. <gasps> Yay! We have a voicemail. You can call and leave us messages, recommendations, drunk dial us, oh, sober yes. dial us. You can even crank call us. A prank is good. Yeah. Don't be creepy because I get scared. Don't be creepy because Kate gets scared. I'm a coward. But I will laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, product recommendations, questions, advice. Yeah, really, really anything. Even if, you know, if you're lonely. I definitely have taken advantage of podcast call-in numbers before well, when I've been alone at night. You know, Kate, when we were growing up, you could Ugh. call the weather. Radio stations. You could call the time. Yeah. You could call movie phone. There were so many people to call if you were feeling sad. Operator, Operators, just 411. Yeah, 411. I, I mean, I feel like... That it is a weird comfort thing to call and have somebody remember, answer. <laughs> like the idea of calling the time to me. Yeah. Somehow. Or the weather. You would call and get no, the, the weather. No, but the weather at least feels like. Right, like an unknown. An unknown. Maybe, you you know, you're not by a TV or, you know, whatever. You don't have a newspaper. You don't know what the weather. Like, like how else were you supposed to find the weather? There was no internet. But also a thing I did was I would but call. But the time? But do you think operators still exist? Is that a that's a business that's long gone? Because no. you would call zero and be like, "Can I have the number for Dory Shafrir?" That was four one one. Oh, but that was calling the operator. But that was calling information. Do you never just press zero and zero someone was there? Zero was someone else. Zero, <laughs> zero Listen, was not the information. Somebody lady. call into our voicemail and clarify who was zero and who was four one one. I feel like four one one. Need the four one one on four one one. I feel like four one one came in like ninety. Yeah, I think you're right. Four one one was not a, a like it was zero. I'm telling you, <sighs> but I, I remember the eighties vaguely. So listen, here's our number: seven eight one five nine one. 0390. I'm going to repeat that. Kate, say that again. 781 591 
0390. This will also be in the show notes. Yes, we'll put it everywhere. We'll put it everywhere. Um, I also just want to shout out all those 781 listeners. Yes, did I select the area code from where I grew up? You know I did. Nicely done. Metro West Boston, Massachusetts area code. We are in Los Angeles. Doesn't matter, but you know what? I respect that. Always got to shout out the dirty water. (laughs) And it is dirty. (laughs) It is disgusting. Don't go in the Charles River. Okay, so... Dory, hi. Thanks to everybody who's reached out to us. We love getting your messages. It feels good to be seen. It and we feel we're we're feeling more and more seen every day. It's like it's like as though we were ghosts and every week like a little (laughs) bit more of our aura is coming through. Until we become a real person. We want to moving on. Um We've uh, been teasing this exciting thing for three weeks. Should we just tell people what we're doing? Do it. Guys. We're going to be doing weekly mini episodes. Sammy, have we told you that? Uh, well, well Sammy, surprise! <laughs> got to run this by Sammy, but we're going to make mini episodes with questions and comments that people send in. Because we were like, we need we need a special dedicated time to give to the Forever 35 listeners to really respond to everyone's questions. And we're going to put some thought into the answers because we don't have all the answers. Exactly. Um, but we've gotten a lot of questions numerous times. Definitely going to be tackling the have you tried the ordinary line question that we yes. get a lot. We get that a lot. And we're eager to kind of answer it. Yeah. Um, because we have tried it. Yeah. Or are trying. So, um, you know, barring catastrophe or another bout of impetigo... <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh no, these should launch, I think, March 5th. We better get cracking. Yeah, we these, better get cracking on these sods. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. You guys should be excited. Um, we're also working on a newsletter which you can sign up for on our website, which is forever35podcast.com. Yep, there's a there's you'll get a pop up, there's also a separate link to the mailing list. You can't miss it. Listen, we're just creating content <laughs> left and right, <laughs> left and right, machines. Um, and then, of course, our Facebook group is, I would also say, another thing that is off the chain. Oh, yeah. Um, so please join us at Forever 35 Podcast uh, over on Facebook. There's a little question that you have to answer to get into the group. I mean, it's not required, but it helps us know. But it helps us, it helps us weed out suspect people. Because there are some a lot of bots living their best life on Facebook. Yeah, it's like, also, when when you... When you join a group, if you're the admin of a group, it tells you when the person joined Facebook. So most of the people, it's like they joined between like 2004 and like 2009, the people who are joining our group. And then you'll have ones that are like, join Facebook one hour ago. (laughs) And like all their pictures are of like sunsets. And you're like, hmm. I mean, they (laughs) might be very big fans of self-care. They might be. We don't want to discriminate. But if you just answer a question, yes. which is, what uh, do we, Kate and Dory, like to talk about? The answer is serums. Yeah. For there. The, but there are other things, too. We just told you. So it's it's facebook.com slash groups slash forever 35 podcast. If you just go to slash forever 35 podcast, you will get our public page, which is great, but just doesn't have the same level of... Uh, discussion also just want to add we now have there are now offshoot groups yes which people which is so freaking cool there's one for swapping products there's one about mental health and then there's a book club and they're reading the wedding wedding date date. jasmine guillory's book which we love yeah which is doing so well it's doing so well it's so good 
<sighs> you got to read that book, guys. You got to read that book. And then you can talk about it with other Forever 35 listeners in the offshoot Facebook group. And if you, you know, if you like us, okay, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend, bring a friend into the Facebook group, join our ever growing family of self Carrigans. <laughs> That's a terrible. Um, I should be punished. I'm going to workshop that. I'm going to (laughs) leave. I think I'm done here. Self Kerrigan's? No, that's not what we're going to call ourselves. (laughs) Do you like that story? (laughs) We don't have a podcast name. Like, one thing I love about certain podcasts is that they like murderinos. Murderinos, um, like a Natch Butte, they call themselves honeys. You know what? I think our our name is going to evolve. Or it's self-carrigans. And I think it's going to choose us. I'm ready for it. Kind of like you're just going to put it out into the universe. That. And then a name is when it's ready is going to manifest. Exactly. And I think we're making that happen right now. I'm feeling so silly today. I can't describe <laughs> it, but I'm very giggly. Uh, do we have any other things we need to let people know about? Oh, just that reminder that all of the products we mention are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast and on Twitter at forever35pod. <sighs> That's the business. Well, bye. Signing off. <laughs> We're done. Just kidding. Again, I don't know why I'm so hyped You are today. loopy. I am. I'm Maybe a it's because wacky. we haven't actually seen each other in a couple of weeks. I know. This is nice. Yay. Um, so in addition to my rash, yeah. I also had my one of my kids had lice. Oh. So we also had that going I feel on. Like people with elementary school age kids. <laughs> it's just like a lice factory. It is. It's really something else. I mean, I remember having lice as a kid, but this feels next level to me. I am starting. So in the past year, my family's had it seven times. And this time I started to worry that there was something wrong with us, which is like everybody feels that way when you get lice and there's no, there's right. nothing wrong no. with you. It's not, it's such a weird stigmatized thing to have. And really it's just a, a bugs to get in your hair that you comb out. It's not a big deal at all. But this time I was like, am I doing something wrong? Are my kids rubbing their heads on <laughs> other kids' heads too much. I, I couldn't figure it out. I take all the precautionary steps that people take, tea tree oil, buns, a vacuum. I wash all the sheet. Anyway, just Do want you, know you to know. which child it comes in through? Oh, yeah. That's <sighs> the most fascinating thing. Well, this time I have two daughters. Only one had it this time. Oh, so she okay. was the culprit. Were you able to contain it? I was. Oh, good. I'm now like a master of the comb. Mm. I, sent- I remember my mom used to pick them out and put them on masking tape. Ooh, that's a good trick. I put them in water. Mm. Um, because just- then if you put them on masking tape, you can you can see how many you've taken out. Yeah, it's your mom. I like it's almost like torture. I like uh-huh. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can tell because normally one has more. Normally what'll happen oh, is sure. one kid has a ton, the second kid has a little bit, and then I have one. Oh yeah, it's, it often makes its way to me. Anyway, so that's just what's been going on. A lot of, a lot of um, nuisancey type things in my life um, that really aren't a big deal, but still make me feel crazy. I feel like these things are a big deal. Uh, not really. I mean, I know in the grand scheme right, of right. life and the world and our problems. Yes, not a big deal. But like, in terms of being able to function, like feeling like a normal human being. These things are... It does. The lice thing is challenging because then I have to keep a kid home from school and that throws off my work. And that right. and that there is just... Um, 
it, uh, it snowballs. triggers. Yes, thank you. And I'm bagging pillows at nine o'clock at night. I always figure it out too, like when they're about to go to bed. Ugh. And so then I end up combing their hair out and then Ugh. I'm washing sheets and screaming Ugh. at them. And so it's You know, only, I just realized something. You remember on a on an earlier episode, I was talking about how my mom really enjoyed popping my zits yeah. under this bright third degree light <laughs> that she had above her bed. And I'm remembering now that that was also the, where she would remove the lice. And I think she got great satisfaction out of both the zit popping and the lice removal. And I think they are similar actions. I wonder if she also loves like a good cutting of the fingernails. Does that kind of fall into that category? No, it's... Or like a plucking of the brows? Plucking. She plucked her brows every night. What? Every night she plucked her brows. What hairs were there? I mean, I'm a daily armpit shaver. There so. were not many. She had very thin eyebrows. She has she has thin eyebrows. Um, but that's... I hadn't thought about that. But she would pluck her eyebrows every night. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And now we're going to pause for a word from our sponsor. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. 
I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. Sir. My update, my life update this week is that my husband has been forced into self-care. By you or he did it himself? Uh, he did it himself. We... We just did another IVF round and had very bad results. Mm, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, and we were told by our doctor on a phone call that both of us were on that it was 100% a sperm issue. Oh, God. That's got a fucking... Even though everyone's like, it's nothing to do with you, it's just got a really... Yeah. Just knock you off. And he has been so stressed lately and traveling all the time. Our doctor was basically like, if you implement some lifestyle changes, your count will probably go up because sperm regenerates every one to two months. Whereas women are just born with all the eggs they'll ever have. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, universe. (laughs) Um, So he has... Started going to acupuncture. That's great. He is quitting smoking. He smoked? He smokes. I didn't. Present no tense. That. Kate. Uh, wait, like actual cigarettes he or vaping? Smokes, Not like one is better or worse than the other, but. Uh, he smokes cloves. <laughs> like a 19-year-old. Oh, no. He smokes cloves, which, by the way, are illegal in New York City. Oh, they are? Yes. Why? Because they're so bad. Because they're like flavored and they appeal to younger people. Well, I smoked them in college. Yeah, you can't sell flavored cigarettes in New York. Anyway. Smokes cloves. He smokes cloves. He has cut down, but he he has never quit entirely. I never knew that. And now it's like, okay, now you got to do this. Um, He's, you know, he's going to therapy. He's going to lose some weight. He's uh he's really I told him it's just it's just a hop skip and a jump over to sheet mask land. I mean, let's get him in. Let's get him into that land. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I I I I do think um I think there's a lot of value in that for men too. Mhm. Especially I mean there, there's just not a culture of self cares no no and he also is someone who has never taken very good care of himself physically but and is also like a giver Mm -hmm. and a provider and like wants to just make other people happy Mm. i know um and i think just never just never did any did those things for himself so I'm curious to see where this journey is going to take him. Good for you for just being a role model. I'm trying, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> the cloves have got to go. They are disgusting. I mean, I will say, though, they were delicious. Yeah, I sure. Mean, delicious and killing and, and a killer. Yeah. I just remember that, like, that taste of cloves. Mm-hmm. But it's terrible for your body. Yes. <sighs> Oh, that was a good deep breath. Thank you. Um, so congratulations. Oh, thanks, Kate. On I quit my job. It's such a big deal. It's such a big deal. <gasps> Quitting a job is such a, a 
huge. I mean, talk about self-care. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a huge decision yeah. and a big life change. Big life and it's change. not just career, it's, pe- it's yeah. friendships and yeah. mentors. And I mean, yeah. that's just a huge thing you you yeah. seem excited though i am excited i am i i i think that i am nervous enough that it will like spur me to like get shit done and and like earn money <laughs> you know what i mean because we you have quit your job not for another job right yeah i i'm not taking another full-time job i'm going to um do other things and i think i'm yeah, I'm like really excited, but I'm also nervous because like I'm not going to have steady income. Um, I'm not going to have a place to go every day. Like all of these things that are the are the the upside of having a full-time job. I'm not going to have anymore. And so I'm a little nervous about that, but I think being a little nervous about that is good. If I was just like, whatevs. Yeah, <laughs> like, you wouldn't. But that's also like not my personality. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, I feel like I'm I'm entering a new chapter. You are. Yeah. You just don't know what the rest is still unwritten. Feel the rain. You're going to drive a convertible up the coast from Laguna to LA and start your new life with your new roommate. I used to have a convertible. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I got rid of it. Uh, <sighs> no, I, I, I know sometimes it's, I have quit jobs without a plan in my 20s, which was not a good idea because I mm. didn't understand how much money I would need yeah. to have a little time where I need to look for another job. Yes. So a- after I made that mistake as a 25-year-old, I then always have left a job for something yeah. else. Um, and it can be a real like pl- plunge of faith, not even a leap, but a plunge to know that something has come to its natural end. Yeah. But not have like the next thing, you know. I mean, totally. there there are many things on the horizon for you, but not like um, what we think of as like a secure next step. And I don't know if you're experiencing this, but I I have. Is burnout is a real yes, thing. and um, I don't think I realized I had burnout. It's a it's a legitimate. I used to like scoff at celebrities when they would end up in the hospital from exhaustion, and then I actually had a moment where I was like oh yeah were I famous I think that's what I would need well, to my, do right now. my husband I think had exhaustion he was going to he was flying to New York every weekend yeah, yeah. um and then working a, a job with insane hours during the week um but I think I had burnout yeah and I was like unable to really function I wasn't producing that much at my job I felt completely paralyzed um and I was like, this is not good. Coupled with all the IVF shit, it was just like, I I can't do this anymore. I've been this, I've been in this job for six years, um, which is the longest I've been in any job. Um and yeah, like our podcast is going well. Oh, 
We are taking off. I want to keep doing it and, you know, make it more of a thing. And I hopefully will write another book. And, you know, I I should also say I'm very fortunate to be in a position where, like, my partner is very supportive of my decision to quit my job. Um, And, you know, we will be able to continue to pay our rent. I mean, that's the biggest thing is finances. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't, you know... Let's be very upfront here. You can't quit a job if you don't have a totally. cushion. So that's totally. yeah. So I'm I'm fortunate that I have that safety net. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I am too. So Means we can have lunch in the middle of the day. Exactly, Kate. <laughs> that's the whole reason. That was for why I quit my job. Um. No, I'm excited for like work dates and stuff and with you. Great. You um, work in my garage with me. Watch I me talk to my dog. Garage. Drink Lucy. 30 LaCroix. Um, I wish I could bring Bo over. Maybe they could be a big friend dog, small, wait, big dog, small dog friends. No? Maybe. I don't know. I just don't know how he would do. And he's so big. She's scared of big and, dogs. Yeah. yeah. And eh, I want him to have dog friends. If anyone wants to set up their dog, <laughs> Dory's dog. <laughs> if you know, like a really great, calm, big dog, big neuter, big lady dog. Oh, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be best. Um, anyway, so yeah, so all of that is happening. I think it will be good for my mental health, and uh, yeah, oh, I love it. Thank you. You're welcome, Kate. You also have had some revelations <laughs> lately. Have I? Yeah, I, think I don't you know have. if I have this week. Look, I, I'm still not sure how to talk, how to even put into words what I've been feeling. But I, and I think I've brought it up on this podcast before, is how I have some unhealthy habits in terms of news consumption. Yeah. Um, getting really agitated about the state of the world. And I am constantly reflecting on how I can be a politically engaged person because that is self-care for me mm. contributing to society in a larger way. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to do more of it. I, I feel like I haven't done nearly enough. And so I'm trying to take steps where I'm finding more positive ways to be a more involved member of society. But can I ask you something? Yes. When, when is it enough? Well, uh, look, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not um, like, you know, Shannon Watts or DeRay or one, a person who is a full-time, um, you know, activist right. who's really changing the landscape. Um, and I obviously, you know, I work and I have two children, but I also feel like it's in, it's important for me as a person to be contributing something, yeah. to be an ally, yep. to be aware of uh, systems of oppression especially because I'm a, a white heterosexual cis woman. Mm -hmm. So it's very uh, easy for me to be complacent. Mm -hmm. um, so these are all things that I'm, I think about a lot. And I've thought about, there, I thought about a lot since the presidential election. Mm -hmm. But what happens is that veers into like unhealthy habits for me where mm -hmm. I <clears throat> have mentioned, yeah. I will put on the news on my phone and just flip between CNN and MSNBC for like hours listening to it. Um, it's a lot of like the refreshing of Twitter, but in the way of like, if I, this time when I hit refresh, like there's going to be a new revelation. 
Oh. That feeling of like, this is going to, more information is going to come up. So um, I, or another thing I do that's really unhealthy is I seek out um, like uh, things on Facebook, memes, conservative memes that will make me mad. Okay. And then no. I um, let myself stew and think about them and think about responses and getting like, and those are actions that don't actually like contribute anything yeah. to the world. So I have been trying to figure out like positive ways to um, become more involved yeah. that don't involve like mindless, like just rage. Um, Cause that is, that's like the op that is like hurts my health. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually like being, you know, I've, I've done more volunteering this year and gotten more involved with, certain groups and have helped you know canvas and make phone calls for different local campaigns here in california and those things leave me feeling empowered that's awesome positive most of the time um and you're around other people who are really interesting and inspiring and are doing all these really great things so this is a balance for me trying to figure out what's the healthy way of being an involved um aware person and what's the unhealthy Mm -hmm. way and, you know, like the feeling of if I'm not on Twitter, then I'm I'm not I'm missing news stories and then I'm not aware. And like, that's not actually true. Right. Um, I don't know. This is a struggle I have, Dory. I, I, I feel like it's come up a lot. I have to say, Kate, I really admire all of the activism that you do. It's, I don't do that much. No, but you do. You're always like going to bake sales and <laughs> so like very suburban activism. No, but like whatever. You went to a you went to a march today. I did. I did. I mean, come on. Like, and honestly, I a not insignificant reason for quitting my job was because I was not allowed to be politically active because I am a journalist. And I found that, especially in our current political climate, to be incredibly frustrating and it made me feel impotent. And I am really looking forward to being more politically active. I love that. Thank you. I'll get you involved. I can't wait. I also want to say <laughs> that I think I talk about this approximately 5.2 times per episode of Forever 35. But the thing that has gotten me through my moments of like devastation at things happening in the world around me is is literally like opening up a jar of skin oil and inhaling it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Kate, when artic- I do. when people write about how skincare is frivolous, I'm like, well, actually, yeah, kind of keeps me sane. Literally, I'm right. Yeah. So yeah. if anybody out there is going, th- and I also don't, I don't want to, you know, it's never enough, right? So like this one small thing that you can do that you feel is helpful is enough. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves to be like doing eight million things, yeah. and there's also numerous things wrong in the world. And yes, and I also think you can't solve every single one. One individual is not going to solve all of them. Correct, and I and and I think that there's a lot to be said for like the activism of daily moments. You know, like it's beautiful. Thank you. Um, like if you see someone being a racist asshole, like yeah. say something. If you know, if you see injustice in your daily life, like actually be the ally. You know, and. That's something that I try to do. Um, 
I I think it's, you know, it's not just about it is about giving the money and and showing up and going to the marches, but I think it's also about these things that all of us can do in our daily lives. Um, so on that note, I think we're going to hear from our sponsor. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. In the sleep, pictures come to me. Memories and dreams, things lost in my dreams. If you broke my heart. Today's episode is brought to you by Merge Records, the label that in its nearly 30 years of existence has been home to many great bands, including the Magnetic Fields, Spoon, and Neutral Milk Hotel. On March 2nd, Tracy Thorne of Everything But The Girl returns with Record, her first solo album since 2012's Tinsel and Lights. Record features what Tracy describes as nine feminist bangers, including the singles Queen, which you just heard a snippet of, and Sister. Also look for critically acclaimed albums from Superchunk and Waxahachie and check out upcoming releases from Y Oak and new duo Tracy Ann and Danny. Visit MergeRecords.com to learn about, listen to, and shop for music by these artists and many others. Plus, listeners of this podcast get 20% off any order using coupon code FOREVER35. And as always, domestic shipping is free. Again, go to MergeRecords.com and enter FOREVER35 at checkout to get 20% off your purchase. Merge Records, home of independent music since 1989 now back to the show and we're back and today our guest is priyanka matu we are very excited to have priyanka matu here with us today welcome um i'm gonna read a bio Mm -hmm. that i've crafted (laughs) <laughs> from the internet. Well, I mean, mostly it's cribbed from your website. Yeah. This so is my, wrote, so my impeccable it. internet researching is just stealing other people's <laughs> content. Um, Priyanka is a comedy writer and director here in Los Angeles. She was formerly an agent at UTA and WME, which if you are not familiar with the agenting world are two of the biggest Agents. Biggest and best. Biggest, brightest, all the stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also was Jack Black's partner at their production company, Electric Dynamite. She holds a degrees in Italian and law, which is amazing, <laughs> from the University of Michigan. But not Italian law. Mm-hmm. No, thank God. No, but it, you know what? Sky's the limit. It's true. It could happen. And Priyanka grew up in India, England, and Saudi Arabia before moving to the States in high school. And she now lives here in L.A. with her husband and her son, who is four. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also has a column on Splitsider.com about working in the entertainment biz. And it's very useful. Uh, and she wrote and directed the short film, The Homestay. Priyanka. Hi. Welcome to Forever 35. Sure, sure. Oh, <clears throat> you, are, you are an early adopter. What what do you mean? Of Forever 35. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, I think Jane told me about it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about the idea. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do I need to do? This, is, oh, this is absolutely up my alley. Yeah. So, so welcome. Um, I, like, I like to take care of myself. You look great. Thank Your you. Your skin is radiant. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And you also have a nice lip like color on yeah. right now. It's my it's my signature lip <laughs> color. It's just like a Maybelline stain that I've used for 10 years, maybe more. Oh, what is Can you give us the name? It's just the Maybelline. I mean, I brought it with me. Oh, okay. We will get we'll, that on we'll the table. Yeah, yeah we'll that's get important. it on the table. No, no. I have all my stuff. I figured I should come prepared. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love, I just love the idea of, of having a product 
for 10 years. That's yeah. as long as I've been married to my husband. Yeah, maybe longer. Like, I wore it special. I wore it at my wedding. It's a great <gasps> yeah. color. Thanks. It's, yeah. I was yeah. like, this is the only thing that's ever worked for me. And I eat my lipstick. So I just, I, I, it, never, it never leaves. I put it on in the morning and it's on all day. Oh, we all got to get this Maybelline stain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Priyanka, as you know, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, sure we always kick off our interviews just checking in with our guest about a self-care routine that they have in their life, which, as we've said many times, can literally be anything in the world. But mm -hmm. we have found that people tend to have at least one thing that they do on a somewhat repetitive basis that brings them a little calm in their lives. Mm -hmm. Do you have such a thing? I Numerous do. Things? I'm very systematic about my self-care, um, probably because I have a kid. And maybe before it was just all self-care. <laughs> a lot of like I slept 10 hours a night and mm. I, you know, all that kind of stuff. And just like laid around reading all the time. But um, but then I had him and everything exploded. Um, and then I was like, will I ever read again? Will I ever cook again? And um, and so I've, I, I now have like these systems in place. I'm really anal about them where I ever like, for example, every Saturday morning I, I take off my husband and my son have like an adventure and do whatever. Um, and I have the entire morning to myself. So I go work out. I well, first I sleep in. Then I work out. It's always the same. <laughs> I go work out and I meet a friend for brunch. And then I like sneak back into the house while they're gone and I just lie in bed and read. And then they come home around lunchtime. After lunchtime. That's a great morning. It's a great morning. Did you have to kind of speak up to your spouse and say like I'm I need I need a chunk of time by myself I'm starting to feel like I'm losing a piece of myself or, or too tired or whatever it was that kind of triggered the need well the honest response is that I had terrible terrible postpartum um, depression and anxiety and I started going to therapy um, probably when he was almost a year old because I just couldn't I was a wreck and um, and she was <laughs> she made it sound very simple she was like, well, what do you need? What do you need? I was like, I just need some time to myself where I'm not in charge of everything. She was like, you don't have to be in charge of it. everything. You have a partner. And I was like, I'm very controlling. Um, <laughs> but, but, but she was like, what if you just had a few hours a week? What about a Saturday? When is he around? What about a Saturday morning? And I was like, that sounds great. And I went home and I proposed it. And Rodney was like, of course, like anything I can do to help. So you're not just moping around the house and like yelling at me all the time, which is basically how I was managing my situation. A lot of yelling. And, and did it help? When was yeah. that the fix for your postpartum? Or was it, it wasn't the postpartum event, you know, the yeah, part it was partly the hormones lifted over time, but it was partly just getting my life back in order and having all the things that I needed from before time to myself. I'm an introvert, it turns out, and I need a lot of recharge time. Mm. And when someone's always touching you and asking for things, or two people are always touching you and asking for things, that can be very depleting. So, um, so it turns out I need a lot of alone time, <laughs> which is very hard to yeah. get when you're a parent. Yeah, it's really, really hard. Yeah, it's super, super hard, especially with a small, a small child. Yeah. So there's all this guilt about, you know, I put him in school when he was two and he goes for a full day. But I was like, I need it. I need it to work. I need it to live. And I have my Saturdays. And now now we're starting a thing more on Wednesdays. Everyone's like, you're so systematic about this. But on Wednesdays is my like girlfriend dinner night. So I don't have to put him to bed. I just. Like Rodney will put him to bed. And that's amazing every Wednesday. And so you, I get the whole day and the whole evening to myself. Every Wednesday you go out to dinner with girlfriends? Yes. Or a girlfriend or someone I haven't seen in a while. Right. You, you just know? have that night. That's the night. That's the night. That's the night. I know that everything's taken care of. And um, 
um, yeah, and I go see someone I haven't seen in a while. I feel like we assume that these kinds of things are just supposed to happen organically. And especially as you get older and you have more and more responsibilities, they Mm -hmm. really don't. No, you have to have to make that time. Yeah. Yeah. I schedule everything. And that really, to me, sort of made, yeah, that like put the pieces of my brain back together. Um, Date night, you know, we, we go out every Saturday night. Um, which, which we had to tweak because originally we had the sitter, like I said, we would have the sitter come from like seven to 11 and then I'd be exhausted the next day. So now she comes from five to 10. We have an early dinner. We do something fun and I'm asleep by 1030. So he wakes up at six at the latest, you know, your, so, your son, son your husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, am I'm, I'm also going out to dinner with my husband this coming weekend and the reservation that I made is for five o'clock. Yeah. And I was like, cause you can get in anywhere at five o'clock yeah. and it's awesome. We're going to be home by like oh, nine. God, it's the best. And that sounds like a perfect yeah. night. It's a dream. Yeah. Cause getting the, the, when you would go out till one in the morning and then your child is up mm-hmm. at five mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. even two or whatever, you know, it's mm-hmm. it, you, it makes it even you then become resentful of the date night. I don't mm-hmm. have children. And I can't even imagine staying out till 1 a.m. I know you, you Kate, did it. I did it the what other night. What were you doing? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, what were you doing? Maybe just like having a drink at a bar, you know, or I think there is also a little bit after you have kids, um, a like, we're going to, we're just like we were before. Right. And then I there's see. that feeling of also having kids comes with, you're also getting older. So there's, yeah. there's not just one thing, you know, like, you don't have to have kids to be tired as a person. There's many other challenges in life that can exhaust you. But I think there is a little bit of um, trying to reclaim maybe what was once your life. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't analyzed myself that then much you in that way. But. Fall for that every once in a while, and you're like, nope. This is not worth it. Yes. And I don't, I don't think, I mean, as a person who, Dory, who doesn't have kids, but still doesn't want to stay out to 1am, like that, a lot of that part of our lives, I think is kind of gone for now. Right? Like we're not staying yeah. out to one anymore. I mean, I think it's also like, I am older and don't have kids. Like, I think if I had had kids at 28 or whatever, I, I would feel like something, I was missing something. Right. And now I'm just like, I'm ready for that phase where yeah. like... Well, it's also your peers, like everyone yeah. you know isn't staying out till one. Everyone right. is, you know, meeting up at a certain time and right. the, the cycles change. Can I ask a question about your scheduling? Yes. Does your, your your husband, does he have his own scheduled nights out? Is that not something he's he needs or? He does need. And that's the thing we're working on is to try and be systematic about the time he gets off. He works a lot. Um, he's a writer and a director and a producer. So he is directing a movie right now. And that means every morning, every night, every weekend he's working basically. So to try and find his sort of three hours to just go get a massage or something, we need to be more systematic about that for sure. But he gets called into work a lot. So, yeah. so yeah, he needs it. And, and I'm trying to, show, you know, I'm like, I've benefited from it. I think it would benefit you, but that's the next step I think. He's a giver. So he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know it's really sweet, but it's, it's going to burn him out. Um, I wanted to ask about your career switching. Yeah. Because you were an agent. <laughs> Constant reinvention. Well, yeah. but I think that's a really, you know, like my father, for example, retired this year and he's now getting a master's degree. And I, I do think there's mm-hmm. constant times in our lives where one career naturally comes to an end and we could start something entirely different. So I'm curious, yeah. um, how long were you an agent for? And then what 
inspired mm-hmm. a shift in your career? I will tell you. I started out pre-med. Oh, um, my parents are scientists. My mother um, is a has a PhD in botany, and my father is an academic um, doctor. He's a pediatric nephrologist. That's a kidney specialist. So they're very hardcore scientists. Um, they've always been researchers, and they've always been. There's like a lot of math and science at our house, so it was always assumed. And I loved that. I loved math and science, and I assumed that I would be a doctor as well. So I, I started the, the beginning of my journey was pre med. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and now I'm writing and directing. Um, so the beginning of my journey was pre med, and then I realized that I I was interested in so many things. I've always been a big reader, and I had lived in Italy for a little while, and. And um and I knew that I couldn't just give up the rest of my life. I saw my dad's life, and I was like, okay, if I want to be great at this, everything else is done. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like that's it. Everything else is wiped out. Um, and I didn't know that I could do that. So I'd actually taken the pre- all the pre med classes, and I sort of went home to my parents, and I said, I don't think I can apply to med school. I'm, I just can't do it. I, there are so many other things I want to do. And they were like, what? And we had this crazy negotiation where. I was like, maybe I'll get a PhD in Italian literature. And they were like, absolutely not. That's crazy. No, it's so competitive. And 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 no way. That's a horrible life. Um, and then I said, okay, law school. And they were begrudgingly accepted law school. They said, well, who goes to law school? And I said, well, you know, presidents. <laughs> <laughs> so then how did that lead to agenting? Well, there were, um, I, once I started law school, basically one weekend, I was so young. I was 21, maybe. When oh, I was wow. Wow. I just wanted to keep going to school because I wasn't ready to work. So um, I was 21 and I knew I hated it. I really hated it. But I, but I knew I needed something practical because all I had was a degree in Italian. So I was like, you know, I'll go to school for two more years while I figure out what it is I really want to do. And then toward the end, I knew I didn't want to work at a firm and a friend of mine was moving out here. I really wanted to work in publishing. Again, I've always loved reading. I'm a big reader. But I knew that that wasn't going to be stable and I couldn't live in New York on $20,000 a year and yeah. pay my loans and all that stuff. So, um, so I started learning about the agency world. And I thought that could be interesting. Honestly, just like as a lark, I was only 23. So that's the age where you go, all right, well, I'll try it out. Right. So my friend Sarah um, was moving out here and I also moved <laughs> and I started in the mailroom at UTA um, and I loved it. It was, you know, there's so much going on. There was free reading. Um, can, I, can I interrupt for people yeah. who are not in the entertainment oh, industry? Sorry, yeah. No, no. For, yeah. So for age, for every agent, which are people who represent actors, writers, directors, producers, and help get them work. Uh, you essentially you start in the mailroom. Yes, that everyone. is where every person mm-hmm. starts. Which is I don't know any other industry where that's yeah a routine. Yeah, it's an apprenticeship. So. You kind of have to. There's no way. I mean, I saw agents come in. I saw agents come in that had done other things, and it was just a joke. <laughs> Like people will come in having been lawyers and they leave immediately. You can't do their job really un- unless you've been there from. You built up from mm-hmm. the bottom. Yeah. So you started in the mailroom at UTA. I started in the mailroom at UTA. I got promoted pretty quickly. I started working for this woman, Sharon. Her name's now Sharon Jackson. And she represented a lot of people who were about to be movie stars. She had one movie star and that was Jack Black. And the rest of her clients were like Jason Siegel before Sarah Marshall came out and Jonah Hill before Superbad came out. Amy Poehler when she started on SNL. Um... She had good taste. Yeah, she's a great, we're very, very close, and she was absolutely my mentor. And I started working for her as a terrible assistant, but she liked me as as an asset, so she promoted me. Um, And I was an agent for five years. She went to Endeavor eventually, and I went with her because I worked with all of her clients. So, yeah, I represented actors for a while. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and what was it that made you decide that that was no longer for you? Um, cause I would get so close to the fun stuff and then, and then, and then no mm. more, you know, yeah. like I represented a lot of great, I started signing my own people. So my first client was Ellie Kemper oh, no, and Ellie. then, yeah, she's the greatest. And then my second client was Kumail Nanjiani who built this house, lays <laughs> 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 that one downstairs. Um, and then Jenny Slate. Um, and so I love that part too. I loved like, I, I, I've, I have always had a weird thing where I can see people and say, you're going to be famous. I've had that since I was little. I remember like, for example, the first time I saw Leonardo DiCaprio on Growing Pains when I was little and I, I was, I couldn't have been more than, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I couldn't have been more than like 10. And I was like, that guy, that guy's going to be famous. And my parents were like, what are you, what are you talking about? But I knew, I like knew and I've always been able to. I still like I'll meet young people and and they're like, am I going to be okay? And I'm like, yes or no. Oh, <laughs> like, do, do you tell amazing. them no? I so far it hasn't happened because I usually read a sample or watch something, so I won't really meet you unless I think you're going to be fine, right? <laughs> Which is kind of sad, but I still help people out all the time and get them agents. And the nice thing is I have you know I have my my network of former colleagues, so if I meet a young writer, I can say sign this person. Yeah, and, yeah. I still like to help in that way. But yeah, I, I got so close and no closer. And so I thought, well, let me go learn how to make stuff. So I went, I, I tried to quit every year. By the way. I tried to quit my job every year. And they were like, here we are, we'll give you more money. Um, and then five years later, um, I was offered this job with Jack. And I escaped. And that was really fun because I learned how to develop material and make scripts better. Um, I've always only worked in comedy. So make scripts better, make some stuff that I was really proud of. Work with Jack, who's just a dream. He's the nicest, best human in the whole world that I've ever met. And um, that was really fun, too, because I got to build a business sort of from the ground up. It was just me and him. Um, and then even that was like not, and then I had a baby and I was like, wait, that's not quite, quite exactly what I wanted. So really I've just been like inching closer and closer to like, not my PhD in Italian literature, but like the <laughs> least practical thing I could ever do, which is like decide to write and direct comedy. Was there ever a time where you were like, I'm too old. I'm not no. like, why am I doing this? No. Have you, you've never had any self-doubt in that way that's so that's no so awesome. there's some self-doubt but not the age thing i think frankly i was talking to a couple of girlfriends of mine especially i mean women who've always wanted to direct and i was like well no one's gonna listen to you until you're 40 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so like 22 year old kid shows up and tries to tell you what to do and you're like no thanks um but i think i think now's a good time to direct i've got so much set experience and and it was really fun to do it and and it was weird yeah i feel like i finally found my calling that sounds cheesy but the no. first the day i the day i di started directing my short it felt like everything finally fell into place i've had every other job and i've done every other thing that's amazing and then day 1 was like yep this is it ugh that's such a good feeling I think I've always also had in my mind, I don't, who knows how true this is, but they say like Julia Child didn't learn how to cook till she was 40, you know? I so. think that is mm. true. Yeah, because she moved to Paris when she was, yeah, 40. Yeah. Those are my favorite stories of it's like, uh, there's some writer who, uh, I can't remember who it is now, but who's always like, they didn't publish their first book and, or their first piece until they were 40 something yeah. years old. I'm like, oh, okay, well, great. We're in this culture that like venerates youth. Right. And, yeah. and so every under 20 and under 30 yeah, list. Under 30. 30 under 30, which I feel like when we were under 30, we're not as big of a deal. Like, no. I don't remember this hullabaloo around the 30 under 30 list and now maybe because they literally put like 600 people on <laughs> it now um i kind of get this feeling that if you're under 30 and you're not on the list and you're sort of like 
a creative person. Like <laughs> people, so people act like, mm-hmm. you know, they like their dreams have been crushed. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's well, it's a weird thing to like draw a line in the sand yeah. at an age in a way that value in a way that's about valuing someone's success. I mean, I do think it's amazing that people accomplish a lot yes. of things when they're younger, but I also think it doesn't leave room for valuing success older you know what i mean yeah Yeah. well also like our culture loves prodigies yeah that's true you know we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it because look as i'm learning in my mid-40s as you get older you deal with new things when it comes to your skin not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, anyway, you know what? Oh. No, it's true. My husband was a, a comedy prod. Like he's gonna hate me for saying this, but um, he, you know, Rodney wrote on Letterman when he was twenty one. Whoa! And he was head writer when he was twenty three. Ah, yeah. Oh boy! So imagine that, right? 
Imagine that. That is when I was 23. I mean, that's all I need to say. I was I was not doing anything productive at 23. Yeah. He was he a 30 under 30. I'm sure he he was too busy to even notice. Right. <laughs> he was exactly. like working until but he was super supportive too. I mean, from the beginning he's been like, Why aren't you writing? You want that's what you want to do. And I was like, No. I'm happy supporting other people's dreams. Thank you. Like, just take a second. You know, think about what you really want to do. I think sometimes, too, it takes a long time to know ourselves. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, sometimes it takes, I mean, I, I've definitely found personally, it takes a lot of like uh, wrongs to figure out the right thing. Yeah. Right? It takes a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Well, I've always like also only moved a step over, right? So I've just moved closer and closer to the camera, frankly. Just and shuffling yeah. your way. Yeah. And so the, by the time I meet, yes, it's my first, I'm directing my, you know, I directed my first thing and now I'm hopefully just about to direct my second thing. But, um, but the experience is all there. Like I can cast anything. I, I know how to develop great material. I know my timing. I like I, I, I've, I've been around it so much that it's like all the pieces have finally come together. So what is it like being the person in charge and um, directing and having way better than producing? Because producing, you're always like running around fixing problems. And it was so much better to just make creative decisions and have someone else fix the problems. Um, yeah, it was wonderful. I, there were things I didn't even know were happening. I was like, oh, there's a permit issue. Nobody told me. And they're like, yeah, you're directing. Oh, it's uh, so nice. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. Um, to completely switch gears. Oh, yeah. I Let's, would love um, to talk about your skincare routine. Oh, Bust out that Maybelline <laughs> stains. <laughs> your skin is radiant. Thank you. Thank you. I take it very seriously. And I would like to hear about how you take it seriously. And also why? So what is it? Why? Yeah, yeah, what is my your mom. motivation? My mother's my motive. My parents actually both. My mother has always said you only get one face. It's like you will get fatter, you will get thinner. You will dress badly, you will dress well. You get one face. And you better take care of it. We got to get your mom on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> she has a lot of things to say about everything all the time. Where's my makeup bag? Gosh, I hope I didn't leave it at home. Um, this, yeah, this, I mean, I brought my other stuff. Um, the skincare routine, again, I'm very systematic about. I have a facialist. I go to her three times a year and she just tweaks whatever I'm dealing with. And I also just, I'm very clear with her. I don't like a long routine. I don't like a lot of products. Mm. If she, if she adds a product to the rotation, I make her take one away because I just won't. I can't do more than a couple of things. I won't remember or I like get distracted. So, so, um, so, and my skin has changed so much over time. It used to be dry. Then I had a baby and now it's like greasy and, and I break out all the time. My pregnancy made me really, um, I broke out constantly and now God forbid I have like a, a, any dairy. It's just, oh wow. It's really bad. Um, I can't really have dairy anymore, but, um, but I wash in the morning and night with this, with cosmetics, do you guys, are you guys familiar with cosmetics? No, that's the, the name of the line. Mm-hmm. Here we can take a we can pause and you can dig yeah. around. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to. I would love it if you're like I, w- I use cosmetics like just mm-hmm. a general. <laughs> <laughs> I use oh, cream. I yes, I look at this. I I oh okay, my god, this is my skincare stuff and this is my makeup. <laughs> this is my makeup bag. So as you can see, I don't like a lot of stuff. This is my lip stuff. I have. I'm raising my hand with a question. Is this everything? This is everything. Okay, so already you are living a very clutter-free. I don't like clutter. Okay, you need to teach us. Okay, so <laughs> she. Uh, so just so because for listeners to know, Priyanka has two bags on the table: one bag of like skincare products, one bag of makeup, and that's it. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, I moved a lot growing up. 
And it was just like a lot of purging. <laughs> There's so much purging and moving. I mean, 30 times, just like throw everything away. So I just, I don't, I can't have too much stuff. I need to keep track of everything. Wow. This is, okay, so I start here. Let's start here. So I wake up in the morning. I wash my face with Cosmetics Benefit Clean Gentle Cleanser. It's like 20 bucks. Um, and then I put on this. My facialist makes a a um, a stem face cream, Ooh. which um, she mixes herself, which I use morning and night, Ooh. and it, it has, smells really good. It has a label that you make like on a label maker. Yes, on it. <laughs> yeah, which means it is legit. She's very picky about her packaging. That is so cool. She, and you're this facial person mixes mm-hmm. it herself like in she's a vat she she's just like stirring no, she has she's like legit she has like a lab make it for her but she always has these stacks in her Hold in on. her office can i smell it of course i think it smells delicious i'm very oh it does yeah i don't like scents really so that's another thing that's why i can't have a lot of things um and that's your morning and night yeah cream. Okay. yeah that's my morning and night and then i spray this on during the day which is awesome i think the cosmetics reflect the spf because apparently you, like using the rookie mistake apparently is using the moisturizer and the spf in the same thing you have to put the spf on top of the moisturizer because otherwise you're just going to clog your pores and the moisturizer is never as good and the mm, SPF yes. is never as good mm-hmm. so that you want the separate so where do you like get the, the cosmetic stuff Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I love it. They have other stuff too, which is really great. Everything I've tried from from there is awesome. And then this this is this is this is the intense stuff. This is the eye the the retrouve revitalizing eye concentrate. Oh, what? Jenny was telling me about this. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how much it costs. <laughs> But I don't spend, clearly don't spend a lot of money on stuff. No, you've got, you've got four skincare products basically total. And these are all like 20. Well, these, this is expensive. This is expensive. But this last, this I got, um, this I got at my last facial, which is in October. And there's, you know, I'm getting another facial in a couple weeks. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's, this usually lasts me four months. So you buy one cream once every four months. You buy a cream. (laughs) Yes. I buy a cream every four months. This has actually lasted me um, six. This is the eye cream. Uh, this is an. It's interesting to me that the the most expensive product, the thing that you're like, I'm going to splurge on, is the eye cream because yeah. I am not an eye cream believer. I never was until this, hmm. and I swear it works. It did how it gave one of my friends hives, <laughs> which so like you might want to test it first. Um, but I love this stuff. It's by the woman. It's by this like intense woman who who used to own Keels, I guess. It's like the Keels family. Wow. Um, and she makes this stuff and you use the tiniest, like it's not even the head of a pin. It lasts forever. I mean, I've had, yeah, I've had that bottle for six months and it's still going. If I buy two of those a year. I mean, listen, this is when you just have to pick mm-hmm. You pick your the thing. thing. Yeah, it might be the And cream. you might not buy shoes for the year. And you buy this Ray Trouvé revitalizing eye concentrate. What yeah. does it do? Like what? Be, what makes just you a like believer? Preserves everything. Mm. I feel like like all I've ever, all I've really wanted from her is to make my face like keep my face looking the same. I've been going to her for ooh, I don't even know. This is your facialist. Yeah, probably ten years. I've been going to her for ten years, and um, and I was like, just keep me looking the same without. I don't want injection. I don't want like any of that crap. And she's and she doesn't. She's just like here's some, here's this 
Did she recommend this, the eye concentrate? Yeah. Yeah. She gave me a sample first and I was like, I'm totally on board. Um, She also, there's another thing. There's like a face cream that she um, gave me a sample of, which is also like more expensive. Um, And that was, it was nice, but it wasn't, I was like, I'm not spending, no, that's too much, but I'll spend on the, after I used this for a little while, I did notice. It really helped. I was starting to get, I'm just tired, you know, like I've got the kid and he doesn't like to sleep. And, and so I was getting sort of wrinkly and dry and puffy around here. And um, it seems to undo a lot of the damage wow. that living does. I know. I know. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, I didn't tell my mother. I, I remember I texted my mom and I was like, what? And this is my, my mom would fully be supportive, but I was like, what do you think is too much to spend on ice cream? I don't like, I'm an immigrant, so I don't spend money ever. Like I, it makes me very uncomfortable. And she was like, I don't know, like 200 bucks. And I was like, what about more? She was like, does, she was like, does it work? <laughs> I was like, it does. She was like, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> then it doesn't matter. I was like, okay. But she was like, you also don't spend money on anything. So if like your entire nut for product over the course of a year is 800 bucks, like who cares? And is, is your mom also like a skin, does she have her own skincare practice that you grew yeah. up? Yeah. She has we have very different skin. I actually have my father's skin. My father has oh, I'm uh, by the way, like we can talk about skincare all we want. I know that I'm, you know, not lucky cuz my dad has never seen a wrinkle or is it really, you know? Mm, so wow. I have my dad's skin for sure and the olive helps, you know, that's sun protection. My mother's very fair. She's like your color. Oh. And wow. so she has very different needs mm-hmm. um, but she's always taken she's always like stayed out of the sun and taking really good care of herself she's always like mixing her own ointment she's a botanist so yeah. it's mm. been a lot of and talk about an early adopter she was like the kind of person who was always like sprouting in our fridge and like make, like she had always heard of food trends and, and and extracts and stuff before anyone was talking about them because she is she loves her plants so um she would always mix together potions i would come home with a zit or like dry skin and she'd be like oh well and she'll put together like some honey and some yogurt and some lemon juice and some whatever you know an herb like cut a thing off a plant and like grind it up put it on my face so she's very do you do any of that stuff no i just can't it's too much for yeah me. yeah i need my like you need your system i need my <laughs> what is <laughs> you can tell what is in your I makeup need my system because your makeup bag this is also is my sparse makeup. yeah this is my lip this is my lip I have, two, I have it in two shades i have the like it used to be called sienna and now it's called uh something else insane so, oh, it's still so sienna. Okay. They took a departure for a second. And then this is my red. This is what I wear when I'm pitching. It's, <laughs> it's my pitching lipstick. It's called Keep Up the Flame. These are like $9. And those are 24, Maybelline, like 24-hour lip stains. Yes, 24-hour lip stains. They work great. And then they have this like moisturizing thing at the oh, end. Which, yeah, so it doesn't feel dry or tight. I got to get one I'm of those. running they're out to great. buy those. Yeah, yeah they come in every color and they're amazing. Um, and then this is my eyeliner, which I found on the Facebook page. <gasps> Shout out yes. to the group. It's so amazing. Yay. I had been looking for uh, just a regular black crayon eyeliner. And um, I tried a few of them. And this, yeah, L'Oreal Infallible Never Fail Eyeliner has been amazing. Um, and then, yeah, Maybelline. <laughs> I guess I'm a Maybelline gal. Full and Soft Mascara. My Perfume. Yeah, that's from Lil Labo. Um, oh, and then if I get pimples, which happens sometimes, I sprout them. I have this light pen. Oh, mm. it actually—I mean, I, it works. I have never seen. It's a pen that makes light, and then you put it yeah, on your face. Like if you have a zit, you kind of just like hold it. Kind of zaps face. it. Wait oh. a second. Hold that pose. 
This is a photo. I like every photo we take of people on the podcast. Has red light. Holding <laughs> lights to their faces. Yeah. No, it really Hold works. Sorry, right. My camera is slow. Very cool. Um, that is neat. Where does that light pen come this from? Is, it's just at the drugstore. It's a Neutrogena thing, and it works really well. What? You've got a wow. great drugstore makeup stash. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, I was reading about um, a, like sort of light therapy for acne. And many years ago, I had like a – it was a Tria-esque thing that kind of got rid of – I just sometimes get cystic pimples mm, and then they like mm-hmm. stick around forever. So it's been a lifelong um, you know, journey to try and get rid of them. But the light pen plus um, the Indian clay – is the best the Aztec Indian yes, play. that stuff is amazing mm-hmm. it'll dry anything up yeah and it really will suck yeah. yeah and especially when I was super pregnant I couldn't use any of the topical oh stuff. Yeah. yeah you can't use any of that stuff so um, the light pen and, and the Aztec clay were amazing and then this is great I don't know if you guys have this but um, that's the, concealer it's, what is um, that? it's a conceal it's an it's a clearing concealer it oh. has salicylic acid in it so it was re- recommended by my friend who's a makeup artist um the clinique acne solutions clearing concealer so if you have a spot you just put it on and it also clears up your skin oh. yeah because i always feel like i'm smothering it right um and that's is that everything oh no this this is my i love this what is that? Well, this is, I posted about Cure Natural Aqua Gel. Is this the stuff that like peels your skin off? Yeah. Although it's not as creepy as it sounds. I know. I made it's that sound gentle. really weird, but I've it's heard not about like, this. Like people think it's like the face baby foot and it's not. Like, okay. It's not, it's not like that. It's it's very gentle um, and you put it on your face and you let it sit for a few minutes, like like two minutes or three minutes and then you rub your face and everything just kind of oh i use something like that from dr g yes he makes a similar item right this is apparently the um high the biggest selling beauty product in all of japan yeah it's a japanese product yeah one bottle sells every like 10 seconds or something like that and where do you where do you get that amazon it's like 20 bucks actually terry the my facialist recommended it She's like, you won't believe this stuff, and um, and it is amazing because I find I, I use a I use um every other day I use a what's the thing the Clarisonic, uh-huh. but sometimes that's a little aggressive. Yeah, it makes your skin. I stopped more using oily. mine. Yeah, I, I was I was I, I just the less I use it, the better it is. So yeah. like in a few days, once I'm feeling if I'm feeling like crisp, but I've just found it made me more oily. But this stuff just it just kind of strips that that extra layer off, and I really like it. Do you find that doing all this, I know we t- mentioned you're having postpartum and th- mm-hmm. having these kind of like systems in place, do they help? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. just, they just kind of help Absolutely. ground you and, and calm you? Yeah. 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 I've become like a crazy control freak. Yeah. No, but this is why when, <laughs> when people talk about like kind of make fun of women for mm-hmm. liking skincare, it's like it actually serves more of a purpose than just washing a face. Yeah, right? Like there's totally. a, there's something about the routine and the practice that's very calming i feel like i say this every episode maybe i'm just very defensive (laughs) it's just a little time to yourself too and it's also i think such a reflection my skin is such a reflection on what's going on inside it's like if i'm Mm. eating badly or if i'm tired or if i'm doing something wrong my skin is the first thing to go i'll break out or i'll you know so um so uh, like my or my or my hair i just my hair is very fine and i have to take really good care of it and i've been taking um what were we talking about? Viviscal mm-hmm. for a long time. And then I just stopped. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then it started falling out again. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, this is terrible. I always had hormonal issues because I had PCOS. So it was always, and once, and then I got my hormones imbalanced. My hair was fine. And so I went to the doctor and I was like, are my hormones messed up again? And she checked and she was like, it's not that at all. And she keeps, it kind of looks down the paper and it's like, wait a minute, you're really low on stored iron. Um, your ferritin is really low. She was like, that is actually the leading cause of um, hair shedding in women. Oh. And a lot of women don't know because especially if you have heavy periods. Interesting. Um, or anything like that, check your iron stores because if it's anything under 40 and mine was 17, Ooh. it'll just fall out because you're, you're, you might not be anemic because the, the iron level in your blood is fine, but it's because it's pulling it from your follicles. Oh. Yes. So your follicles are totally malnourished and everything. So, so she put me on an iron supplement and two weeks later it stopped falling out. And now it's like two months later and it's all like growing back, which is a miracle because my hair is so annoying. Good tip. Well, Priyanka, this has been (laughs) educational, (laughs) enlightening, comforting, comforting, (laughs) soothing, eye-opening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really, truly all of those things. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm see you at the closest CVS where we can get that list. I know. <laughs> I'm like literally going to run That's out right really, now. It's a good one. Well, Dory. Yes. Kate. I will race you to the Maybelline aisle for I, that. I mean, I would, I would like shove you aside with my elbow. But then I'd buy you one. Thank you, yeah, friendship. <laughs> that lip stain was on point. I loved hearing from Priyanka. She's had uh, such an interesting, yes. interesting life. I also love, you know, as someone who just quit her job, I love all of her reinvention. As someone who has a weekly intention that involves a lip color, oh. I really also enjoyed our conversation. Well, Did I you see that segue? I can't wait to hear where this is going. Okay, here it is. Hit me. Okay, so listen, my intention last week, I think, was about dealing with the piles of crap in my yes. house. Which I did, but now new piles have popped up. Mm. So um, they're like they're like worms. They are. I yeah. made a terrible joke, which was miles of aisles, more like miles of piles. That's a specific Joni Mitchell out al- live album reference. Oh sure. No one, no one, no one gets it because it's not funny. <laughs> but that's what I've been saying to myself all day. But here's kind of a weird intention. Okay, is this next week's intention? For next week. For next week. Okay. Yeah, coming up. Yes. I feel like a lot of my intentions have been like, I'm going to do this thing I hate mm. and make myself do it. Mm-hmm. Dory, yes. I was at your house recently and you, you were, had a bag of things you were getting rid of. I, w- I did. And I pulled out a Chanel lipstick. Yes. Now, I I would have taken it no matter the color because I'm that kind of person who's like, if it's a Chanel, it's nice. Do you know what I mean? I do. That per- I'm Anytime it's like fancy brand. I just I just take it. I should say also someone gave this to me. Okay. Um and have they used it too? Am I the third person? No, 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 no. Uh they they had like they had some brand partnership with Chanel and gave it to me and and I was very grateful. Um, but I, I put it on and I was like, I just don't think I'm going to wear this. Um, it didn't. It didn't quite feel like me, uh, so I put it in the bag f- to 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 be given away at a product at, at a product swap. That but I got has to yet, it first. That has yet to occur. And let me just say to whoever <laughs> gave it to you, it's in good safe hands because I'm gonna. I put this on. It's red lipstick, which I don't really normally wear, and I put it on, and it was like coming home. Ugh. Kate, I came to your live show last night. I had it on. And you had it on and you look good. I put it on today and someone comment told me I looked put together. 
<gasps> and I was like, you know what? I think it's just this freaking lipstick. Oh, it's magic. It's like the, the lipstick, magic lipstick. It's buttery soft. Mm. It's not drying. Mm. And I also, as a person who's never worn red, I think that, I, I also don't know about skin undertones. I think mine are pink. And I think this has a pinkish, it's like a pink red. And I think it looks good on my skin tone. You know what? That makes sense because I think I don't have pink you undertones. You might be an orange yeah. red person. So that, so... Yeah, this is all making sense. It's now. So like just things are clicking. Uh, yeah. And so I was going to try to wear this lipstick every day. I love that. And I don't live a lipstick life. I I often wear the same clothes two to three days in a row. Sure. Drop my kids off at school looking real greasy. So I have to figure out how this is going to factor into okay. my life. Yeah. But I might just try. The lipstick makes me feel good. I didn't know this was going to happen. I love this so much. I can't even tell you. I love. I love. And for those who are curious, it's a Chanel Rouge Coco, and the color is number four 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 Gabrielle. Oh, my new Gab, my new best friend. This beautiful product I didn't have to purchase. I love it. Um, Do you think I also love it more because it was free? That might be what's happening. I don't you think might, it is, but 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 I also think sometimes when things are free, like we we get rid of them more easily. That's true. That's also true. So not happening here. Um. So my intention last week was to clean out my bag and, and <gasps> or come up with a better bag organization method. Um, Can I say something? Yes. After you set that intention, I did it. See. So you, thank you for that. You took my intention. I'm sorry. <laughs> Because I did not do it. No, you didn't. Yeah, you stole all my intention energy. (laughs) You just zapped it out of of me. You didn't do it? No, I didn't do it. But you could do it tomorrow or tonight. I could, but you know what? Then I was like, I just quit my job. I'm going to (laughs) wait. Good for you. Thanks. I'm going to wait till I start my new life and I figure out <laughs> exactly what needs to go on my bag because, you know, it doesn't need to go on my bag because I won't have them anymore. My BuzzFeed ID card. Oh, oh, that's sad. Yeah, but, you know, such is life. No, it's true. Um, you, you're about to be a new person in, in a week. I am. And a subject for another episode, but I think I'm going to redo my office. At your home. At my home. You have my a home, home office. office. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um. So... Yeah. So I'm I'm postponing that intention, but I just I just want to quickly touch on my intention from 2 weeks ago, which was road rage. Oh, how's that going? When we initially checked in in last week's episode, I I don't think I had accumulated enough time in the car to really say whether the intention, you know, had had worked. Kate, I am kind of a new woman in the car. Really? Yes. And you know why? I listen to classical <gasps> music. <laughs> my suggestion? Yes. Oh, my God. It was just a suggestion I don't do myself. Okay. I listen to 91.5 KUSC. That's amazing. The classical radio station here in Los Angeles. Every afternoon, they have an anti-road rage <laughs> segment. <laughs> oh, my God. For this like three hours during rush hour, they, they, they're like, they come and they're like, and uh, anti road rage. Oh my god! With Haydn <laughs> or Haydn, <laughs> and uh, and it's great. 
I love it. I, I get in my car, I turn on my car, and and classical music just wafts through the air. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't have to hear about our president. I don't have to hear about all that stuff. It's just, it gives me that moment. And like, I get, I, I read the news. I, my, I'm an I aware you person. Don't I don't need it in my ears for those you know, that half hour, 45 minutes that I spend in the car. I just need that time to not get in an accident. Dory, that's amazing. And you Thank don't you. miss like pop music or any, you know, like, no, whatever. because you know what? All the pop music channels have too many commercials. This is. And like sometimes I'll listen to Spotify, but I actually like the radio. I do too, actually. I it's like very soothing. the radio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Anyway, so uh, that has been great. And I'm really trying to, I, I'm doing the thing that I talked about last week, which is like, take a beat. I still talk out loud to people who drive like maniacs. And I'm trying not to do that. But it's hard to break that habit. Like, Jesus Christ, could you signal? Oh, I, I've started since we had that conversation. I flip people off a lot. It's, oh, wow. Oh, all the time. And what I've started doing, which is the dorkiest thing I could ever do, is that I channel my anger and then I either wave. Instead of flipping people off, I wave at them or I or I give them the peace sign. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And I just am like, I... <gasps> that's I, amazing. Or when people are mad at me. You know how you can tell when someone's driving and they're furious at you? Yes. And they give you the... Or they just give you a look or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm responding by waving or giving the peace sign. I'm still swearing. That's amazing. I did give the finger oh to God. someone like yesterday or today. That's amazing. That's uh, so good. I love that. I'm going to adopt that. It's so dorky. But I love that. But I it, think my version might might just be to give them like a huge smile. It weirdly helps yeah. change your emotion. And it also just makes it feel like a lighter moment. Because I'll let road, I'll let like angry interactions on the road bug me for a day yeah yeah so oh, anyway i just want to give a little update my, i'm gonna try that i'm gonna listen to classical you should do it i will I'm um my intention for next week which is my first week of not working is to not make any plans it's gonna be so nice. and allow myself to just do nothing it's gonna feel so good are, are you even going to like plan on exercising or plan on, I don't know, like roche cooking a meal? Like, do you have anything like that? Any structure? I have I have one drinks plan one night that I is like a rescheduled thing and that I feel like I, I shouldn't cancel. Um, but other than that and this podcast, I don't have anything. And you are, I should say, a pretty regimented and social person. I am. You have a lot of activity in your life. I do. And I don't generally allow myself to just do nothing. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. I'll probably binge watch like 47 shows. Gotta get into that Queer Eye. Oh yeah, I want to watch Queer Eye. I've, I've, I can't stop you, talking yeah, about you, that. You've been raving about it. Oh, it's I also started watching The Good Place. Oh. That's Which a good one, too. I am enjoying. The hard thing about binge-watching, too, like, The Good Place is only two seasons. Totally. It's like, I wanted to watch The Good Wife. Oh, that's a long Because I only one. want to watch shows that have good in the title. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, that's worse. Um, but it has, like, six seasons of, like, 20... It's a network show, so it has, like, 22 episodes. 
it's like it's too much. We need to discuss, I think, this the TV is self-care. Mm. Like a whole you know who we got I know who we gotta get on for that. Who? Danielle. Oh. Brilliant. We I think TV is self-care is a very we talked about it a little bit with Mary Holland. Yeah, we did. With Sex in the City, but it is truly a soothing way of taking care of yourself. It is. Like I mean, again, the it's embarrassing and shameful that The Bachelor is that for me, mm. but something about it. Did you have a TV in your room growing up? Oh, no way. Me neither. I was not allowed, and I had strict TV parents. Oh. Like one hour a week, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't have a TV in my room, um, and I think I blame that for making me someone who is not able to really like relax in front of the TV. Interesting. That's my theory. We should also have an episode about like make a list of all the things we can blame on the way our parents raised yes. us. Cause I've got some good ones. Oh, that'll be a great episode. <laughs> Tune in um, guys. You're going to love it. <laughs> we just really unleash and unload. Um, all right. Well, I think that just about does it for this week. All right. Well, let's just, let's just give people places where they can find us. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. So, Number one, again, that voicemail, 781-591-0390. I think we should add that if you call us, we might play it in an episode. Yes, 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 yes. So just know that. Just be aware. Yeah, we if don't. If you prank us, we will or it. Or a regular, just a non-prank. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying like, you know. If you prank us, you're done. It's you're in. fair game. Yeah, you're on the show. Yeah. Um, And then we are on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. Lots of memes happening on that. Dory's Instagram. memeing it up over on the Instagram, and it's amazing. <laughs> Twitter's Forever 35 Pod. Yep. You can email us at Forever 35 Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and again, uh, people who are sending in questions and stuff, we're, I'm uh, compiling a massive Google Doc. Massive. So we can then address it on some of our on mini our episodes. On our apps. Yeah. Um, and our website is forever35podcast.com. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, it's fine. Um, thank you, Dory. Great to see you. Great to see you, too. Bye. Bye. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Please leave us Apple Podcast reviews. It really helps people find the show. Next week, we have YA author Jenny Han talking to us all about her makeup routine, her skincare routine, writing YA, a whole bunch of other stuff. It's a really great interview. Tune in.